Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. And as I have promised, I have guests today. I don't even have one guest. I have three. So I am starting off with the beautiful, magnificent, intelligent, eloquent Miss Paula. Hi, Paula. Hi, Sonia. <laughs> How are you today? How's how's I, the weather there in Missouri? Kansas? I am I am wonderful. Uh, it's very very cold. There's snow outside, but you know what? I'm indoors. It's warm, and I'm just I'm I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'm thrilled to have you as my very first guest ever on this show. Oh, that's um, great. Absolutely. The people have heard your name enough. I think that they're tired of hearing about Paula all the time, but you know, I don't care. I don't care. So Paula, um, in just because the holidays coming up, you know, and I've been speaking a lot about reaching out to others and, and being kind and being loving and being courteous. I thought my very, I don't think this is my last podcast for the year, but it's my last one before Christmas. And I thought there would be no other, there's no better thing for me to do than to talk to three people out of a plethora of people, but three people who mean the world to me because in one way or another, they've shaped the woman I am today. And did I, you are one of them. So what, I don't know if I've ever expressed this to you in these words, but from the very first divine meeting I had with you when I was doing a book signing and, and you had your beautiful jewelry, um, from that weekend or whenever you and I went out to lunch that first time to this date, my belief in God has grown so much. And my belief that we all have a purpose and that there are true angels on this earth and that there are really people who speak directly from him to others. I didn't have that belief until I met you, Paul. And not even when I met you. It's been over the years of knowing you and some of the things you've said to me and showed me has undoubtedly let me know that there is a God. And I, I wanna share a couple of things with the, the audience before you speak on that. Um, Paula didn't know me. She didn't follow me on social media. And even if you do follow me on social media, I don't say anything that you know you would know if I'm having any issues or you don't know my moves from social media. You just know I'm trying to be a positive person. Um, but she didn't follow me on social media. She didn't know me, nothing. And from our very first meeting, she has told me about things that were going to happen in my near future. And Paula has been on point. Every single thing that God has downloaded in her to share with me from me moving, moving to the state where my husband was going to be. I never told her when I met Q, my husband, never told her. She told me, she called me and said, did you meet somebody? And I told her, yes. And she said, that's the one that is going to be your husband. That is the guy that you are destined to be with. And she was absolutely right. Um, she let me know when I was going to leave my job 
that I was going to get bigger and better. And there was a purpose for that. And she was absolutely right. The things Paula has said to my, to me about my life has always come to fruition. And if you're like me, I, I never believed that people were, um, help me, Paula, people who claim that they can tell people the about the prophecy. The yeah, the prophecy. I, I never believed in uh, a prophetic person. Never. I just believe that people guessed or they said things or they, they found out things. But this is somebody who didn't know me, didn't know what was coming going on in my life, but always prophesied 100% correctly. So, um, and, and what's sadder is I spoke on my meeting the very first time with Paula in very long detail, which I'm not going to do today, but I know that people who knew me started reaching out to Paula after that because they wanted her to prophesy in their lives. And she wasn't able to because God wasn't showing her what was going on in their lives. I'm not the only one. But it's not just like I can go tell my neighbor, hey, call this lady, Paula. She's going to tell you everything that's going to happen in your life. It, it doesn't work like that. So, Paula, yes, please, please, please talk to this audience and um, say whatever you want to say, sister. The floor is yours. Well, I will say that God is very real. And I learned at an early age, um, those that have an ear, let them hear. Hmm. And so I have, since a child, I've always felt a connection with God. I've always listened to God. And you're right. Um, you know, the, there's people that do not believe in prophecy. They don't believe in the gift of prophecy. But, you know, they're entitled to their own beliefs. But I know that prophecy is real. I also know that God is very real. I know that hmm. God does indeed speak to us. And I think, you know, we are all blessed with some type of, of, of gift. We all are. And so that's just a way that, that God uses me and I'm obedient. There's times when I feel like um, I'm not sure if I want to approach a person or go, you know, talk to a person. But if the Lord sends me to that person, then I have to be obedient. Whether they receive it or not, that's between them and God. But I have to be obedient. And you happen to be a person who received it. Um, God always confirms what he says. When he gives me something, I, I walk away from it and, you know, just uh, praise God for using me as a vessel and that he trusted me enough to use me as a vessel. Because mm -hmm. when I walk away, I know that it's going to come and pa to pass because I know what <laughs> I know what God gave me. So, um yeah, you know, it's just one of those gifts. And I, I, I love to encourage others. Um, and I also will say that the more we seek God, the more we desire of him, the more we desire to do for him, he will increase in us and he will increase our gifts to share with others and to help others. Amen. That's, that's all right. And I, I do want to um, tell you guys, when she says I was one person who just happened to receive it. That didn't happen automatically. Paula's the one I told you guys one of my first podcasts that um, I didn't really know her. And I went out to lunch with her and she was shaking like a leaf and I was scared. I was like, uh-uh, I hope I don't have to stab her before I leave here because <laughs> I, I was just so nervous. And I was like, what is she on? What's wrong with her? But there was nothing. It was just God working through her to tell me something. And um even when I left there, she had given me a gift, a necklace, told me you're going to wear this on your wedding day. 
um, I thought this was really weird, but there was something she said in the midst of us having lunch, because I'm not gonna lie for like the first 30, 40 minutes, I thought, what have I done coming to lunch with this lady? But she, <laughs> she told me, well, before we even had lunch, she's the one who said, you know, God has cleared your plate and, and he had, um, can you have lunch with me now? But she said things while we were having lunch that were so spot on. And remember, honestly, she did not know me like that. She didn't know me. She didn't know my brother. She didn't know my mother, my father. She, we'd never spent time together. She wasn't on my social media, none of that. She said things in that lunch that brought me to tears. And I will never, ever forget that. But I promise you, what makes Paula so special to me is, number one, her heart is so genuine. She is the sweetest person and most humble, humblest person you will ever meet in your life. And when she loves you, she loves you with 100% of her heart. Um, but more than that, she is a praying woman. She loves people and she loves to see people prosper. And in a world we live in today where people pretend to like what you're doing, but at the same time, they're trying to either throw salt in your game, you know, try to mess up what you're doing, or they try to mimic you to be better than you. That is people's goals these days, it seems like, to either beat you out. It's not, let me live in my purpose and you live in yours, and let's celebrate each other. It's, no, I see you're doing this and you look like you're having fun doing it and you're successful, so let me try to do what you're doing, but beat you at your own game. That's the kind of world we live in now. Do you agree, Paula? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So when you meet somebody like Paula who celebrates other people's victories and cries for them because she's so happy and when they start making more money and doing great things, she said she doesn't decide all of a sudden, you know what? Sonia was on TV because she wrote some books. Let me write some books so I can be on more TV shows than her and sell more books than her and do. Now, if it's Paula's desire to be an author, I got her back. I've got her back, but that's not how people think anymore. It's always, I just want to do better than you. And her yeah. heart is not like that, but it's almost like she fell from heaven. I, I often wonder, does Paula really exist to anybody else? Or is it just me? Is she my angel? But you know, <laughs> Sonia, I, 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 I truly appreciate um, your kind words. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a humble person, you know, I give you know. God all glory, I give him all credit. But um, one of the things that we need to understand is there's no, no big eyes and little use. There's just not, mm. we all have, we all have a purpose. And I have found that it's kind of like when Jesus fed the 5,000, you know, he prayed, he offered it up to his father and the baskets never ran empty. And that's one of the things I have found in my life. My baskets don't work. They do not run empty. When I get to a place to where I feel overwhelmed or, or burdened because, uh, you know, I'm the matriarch of my family. So everybody turns to me. I'm, I'm there for, for family, for friends, you know, my, my prayer conference group. And there's times I just get weary. But I can always go to Matthew 11 and 28. Jesus said, come unto me all all of you who are weary 
and carry heavy burdens and I will give you rest. And that's what he does. So I allow him to uh, put me down to rest for a bit. And while I'm resting, he's restoring me and filling back up. Well, he fills me back up again with more to share, more to give, more yeah. prayers, more love to share. So it's kind of like with the baskets that never ran empty. He, he won't let you run empty. <laughs> he will not let you run empty. So it's something that we all can do, especially in this spirit of Christmas. We always have something to give, even if it's a story, if it's a hug, if it's a prayer. Give what you have, because as soon as you give that, that away, God is going to, he's going to fill that void, that space, and he'll give you more. He'll give you more. One thing I have learned in life is you cannot beat God giving. You can't beat him giving. Absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. And, and if Paula doesn't mind, I do want to tell the listeners, listen, um, I, I'm part of Paula's prayer group and I absolutely love it. I love it. So, you know, if you're interested in just calling in one day and listening to this, you don't have to say a word. You don't have to say a single word. You just listen and, and um, just be joyful because it's, it's just a loving group of beautiful people, men and women, men and women. You can, um, I, unless Paula says something different, I'm just going to say you can shoot me a message at sonia.mcqueen69 at outlook.com. That's fine. Uh, okay. All right. And um, then I'll pass it on to Paula. But Paula, any closing words before you go? I would just like to say um, that I, I wish everyone uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. There's a lot of people grieving right now. Um, so one of the things that I would like to encourage others to do is I always say you have to make happy happen. Happy is just not going to happen. You have to make happy happen. So find something that makes you happy. And if I can take just a minute, Sonia, I just wanted to share uh, quickly the story of uh, my first Christmas without my father. I know this is a first for many people uh, that have lost loved ones. It's a first. And uh, years ago, it was our first Christmas without our, our father. The previous Christmas was our first Christmas he actually got to spend at home. He worked nights and he uh, worked weekends for years. But it just so happened the weekend before um, he passed away was Christmas and he had Christmas and Christmas Eve off. So he decided he was going to enjoy some liquor, that he was going to feel good and he was going to... He, he, he could not dance, but you couldn't <laughs> tell him he couldn't dance at that moment. But he got up in the middle of the floor and he started doing the hokey pokey. And it was hilarious. I have three sisters, uh, four girls. So the four of us, we danced with our father. And little did we know at that time that was going to be our last Christmas with him. But we danced with our father that Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve. And so the next year, we did not want to celebrate Christmas. We were sad. We were down. It was, it was horrible, but suddenly I said, you know what? He may not be here, but he left us the hokey pokey and by golly, we can get up and do the hokey pokey and <laughs> we did. So there were four grown women standing in the middle of the floor 
with tears <laughs> that turned to laughter. And we ended up doing the hokey pokey. And fast forward to 40 plus years later, we still do it. It's become a family tradition. We still do the hokey pokey on Christmas Eve. And we've invited numerous people that have participated in doing the hokey pokey on Christmas Eve. So I said that to say, find something that makes you happy. You can start a tradition in the memory of that person. And each year that passes, it gets a little easier because you're so grateful for the joy, for the memories that you have. So I just want to close with saying um, my prayer is that you all have a wonderful and joyous holiday because God can turn your sorrow and your tears into joy. Say it again. I am a witness. I am a witness. I absolutely love that story. And, you know, um, depression is really high this time of year. So if you're, if you're alone, if you could just reach out to one person, just one, yes. just one, and everybody reach out to somebody you haven't spoken to or the strong people, the weak, it doesn't matter. Just reach out and um, offer, if you can't offer anything else, just offer a, a kind word and a little love. And I always tell people, I didn't plan much on Christmas, but if people don't have anywhere else to go and they're close to me, close by that is, you're more than welcome to come over here. I've already went from three people being over here to now nine. So um, anything about that, Paula, before we end? Um, yes. I mean, you know, you always have something to share. Like I said, you always have something to share. Even if you're not feeding anyone, if it's an elderly person, you know, and weather permitting, because I don't know how we will be on Christmas Day, but you can always call them, uh, say, you know what, you're on my heart. I just wanted to sing a, a Christmas song to you. And you can sing up on the housetop. It doesn't have to be, you know, it can be something that's, that's jolly. Sing Jingle Bells. You can sing to an elderly person on the phone if, if they're not able to come out and come to your place. But we always have something to share. If it's a story, if it's a song, if you can invite them into your home, like Sonia said, you know, um, cook for them, invite put people over to eat. But we have every one of us have something to share, something to share. If you don't have anything else to share, you can always share a prayer. Absolutely love that. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And you are welcome. Thank you for your friendship and your love. I love you dearly. Likewise. All right. And you have a good day. I will talk to you later, though. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right, Paula. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for um, meeting Paula for the first time. And, and I'm going to move into my second guest. And as I said, this is my very first time. I, this is my, what, 42nd podcast and my first time ever having guests. But it's Christmas time, and I just felt like there was no better time than to put out front three people who have changed my lives, whether they know it or not. So my next guest, I'm going to call her CJM um, because I didn't ask for permission. I wasn't thinking uh, if it was okay to say her name. And if she says it is, I will say her name. But 
This young lady, she had no idea why I asked her to be on this podcast. So I'm going to make it clear right now and tell the listening audience. Um, I was just telling you about Paula. She's the first person to ever make me really understand that prophecy is real because I never believed in it until I met her. This young lady right now, Ms. CJM, um, I met her in church and she's a little older than me, but she, something about her drew me to her. And she was the first person ever to invite me in her home. Now I've been going to this church for like eight years and she was the very first person to invite me to into her home, not just invite me, but spend time with me talking about God. We spent time together, not only talking and praying, but reading books together with, with a few other women and then getting together at her home to discuss that. Even, it not bigger than that, but what really, really struck me about her, and I don't know why she did this. I don't remember back then if my clothes were too tight, if I didn't have a lot of clothes, I don't know. But one day she invited me over and she had all these clothes for me. I will never forget this. And when I tell you guys, these weren't like you go to, um, what is it, Kohl's or somewhere and you buy clothes. These were top of the line, beautiful, two, three, four hundred dollar outfits. And she told me, this is for you. So I was like, okay. And she's tall. She's tall and slender and I'm short and I was small, but I took these clothes and there were two suits in particular. I still have a lot of those clothes, believe it or not. That's how quality these were. And this was back in 2010, I believe, but there is one suit in particular. It is a maroon suit. This sucker, every time I wear it, no joke. I get compliments out the yin yang. It looks brand spanking new, brand spanking new. Um, it is such a beautiful suit. It's one of those timeless, classic, beautiful, just beautiful, beautiful suits. It's a two piece uh, maroon and Klein suit. I tried to find another one thinking, you know what, this isn't going to last forever. And this suit is so beautiful. I would love to get another one. And even now, I found one close to it. And that suit was $400. And I was like, yeah, I ain't buying that. But it's just the fact that somebody who didn't know me other than the choir reached out to me. And it was at a time, you guys, I was at my lowest low and she never knew that. I was borderline, I, I was super depressed, not borderline, I was super depressed. A lot of the people, even though they smiled in my face, I already knew they didn't care for me in the church just simply for the fact I was a single woman. I hadn't done anything to anybody. I wasn't bothering anybody. I wasn't trying to talk to anybody's husband. Nobody's husband was trying to talk to me. But just because I was a single woman, I was kind of outed a little bit. And um, it was just amazing the love she just bestowed on me. And she just meant the world to me. I don't know what happened, but I moved to Florida and totally lost any contact I had of hers. I didn't have an address. I didn't have a phone number. And I was, you know, it, not right away, but after a while, I really wanted to talk to her. 
I had on my bad suit one day and um, I have enough clothes to wear something different every day of the year. But this suit stands out and it is extremely important to me. And I just wanted to reach out to her and realized I couldn't. She's not on any social media, you know, so I'm trying to find, I, I reached out to a mutual friend and the mutual friend was like, I'm gonna see if I can find her number for you. Didn't hear back about that. And I'm, I'm on this Bible app and I never um, join in and pray with anybody else. I just look at what other people are doing and I like it and I read my Bible. She has been my friend on this Bible app for so long. And I looked at something because I've, I've been following her and I'm like, man, she is so faithful and she reads some wonderful stuff and she's doing this and she's doing that. So one day I, I put a comment that what she was reading, I was going to read that on the, the first of the month. And she said, well, I'm going to wait and I'm going to read it with you. So we're reading this together and we're sharing comments. And I still didn't know it was CJM until one day I sent a message and said, do you know me? I mean, like if we seen each other, will we know each other? And she replied, well, yeah, we went to the same church and you might know me as. And you guys, I instantly jumped up, did a praise dance and started crying. <laughs> it was the perfect timing for somebody I had been looking for for years. So I, I spoke a lot just now, but without any further ado, you guys, please just meet Miss CJM. How are you doing? I am doing well, Sonia. <laughs> Call me Carol. We'll just, we'll we just at the first on first uh, name terms, but um, I'm doing well. And what a delightful surprise because all that time, I thought you knew who I was. And so <laughs> when you said that, I thought, man, here I'm thinking she knows who I am and she didn't have a clue. And, so, <laughs> cool. and I had no idea that the time we shared back then had such an impact, had just had no idea until you mentioned that in, in that app. So it's 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 just good to reconnect, and it's it's uh, you know I I can't I'm 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 at a loss for words when you were sharing. I can't remember the suit. I do <laughs> remember, can't remember the suit at all because um, man, that was eons ago. I think it feels like anyway. But um, you know, Sonia, you said something about us being at that church and how you were depressed and how people um, didn't look kindly toward you for whatever reason. And you didn't know if you were single or not. I, I know how, how that feels because at that time I was too. Oh, wow. I mean, you know, and I, I know how it is <laughs> when, you know, people are, are, leery of you being around them because of whatever the circumstance is um and so I don't I mean I don't I don't even remember the circumstance and it's funny that you bring that up because as I share my story today um and I have had an opportunity now many times in my church to share my story and I was 
very, it was very uncomfortable for me to do that um, for a long time because I carried a lot of guilt and shame and, um, you know, because of the, some decisions that I've made in my past, you know, really like to air your dirty laundry um, in front of people. But the church that I belong to now, um, they welcome you to tell your story because we're all broken people. Mm. So, uh, you know, we, we, in previous churches, I feel like we were wearing masks even long before COVID. Um, you know, we were wearing masks because people would look at you and you mentioned that suit, like being dressed to the nines and, you know, having on a sharp suit and sharp shoes and, and all of that. And people on the outside thinking you're all put together. And so that's what church kind of was for me. We were all put together and going to church, but when you leave, you know, your behavior is, is not really that of a Christian. So when you shared that I had made an impact because of the time I spent, I have been so hard on myself because I said, man, I was, was giving Christ a bad name because I wasn't really living, you know, a life that was shining um, the image of Christ back wow. then. Well, wasn't, you know what I mean? And to hear you say that, man, you know, that time we spent and um, sharing the word, I guess my recollection, you know, God was preparing me for like now and I didn't even realize it. So it's really really kind of cool to have this conversation now. Well, let me say, um, you, you were such a major difference in my life. You and one other person, because you, you honestly gave me agape love. And I, I never heard a bad thing about you. And I only seen good as a matter of fact, she's right. She was always dressed to the nines, y'all. She drove a nice car. She had a beautiful home you know, a beautiful home, lived there by herself, I think. I don't think your son lived with you. I'm not sure, but. um, Say that again, Carol. They were gone at that time. Oh, okay. Beautiful home and just loving to me. I I didn't see anything but love and beauty and a beautiful lady, you know, Um, absolutely beautiful, hair always sharp, just, but she embraced me. And she embraced me at a time I really, I didn't even know what I needed. And I've been very real with my listeners. And I talked about me giving up my son for adoption and how it led to my depression. um, And how, you know, living where I lived and and being shunned. And and even now, you know, I don't have a relationship really with my, my father. And one of my brothers don't talk to me anymore at all. And I don't know why. I've shared that with them. So they know I'm, I'm a hundred percent human, a hundred percent of the time, but sometimes you just go through things and God places a reference in your path to let you know you're still human, Sonia. And I love you. If nobody else is showing you love, I will. And that was you. And it's amazing. You didn't even know you did that for me. Did not, did not. And, you know, you bring that up and, and, uh, you know, I'm glad that you're comfortable sharing that. Um, 
you know, Sonia, um, you, what, we're supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, mm -hmm. how, that he is real. And it's through those who live Christian lives that, you know, when people are in need and when they, they need love and all those things, we're to be that for them. And, you know, I don't know, I don't, I don't remember the circumstances, but, um, you know, I don't know, there's probably something that paralleled um, with, with your story, um, having had two abortions, not, I mean, not knowing what I was, you know, those decisions, you know, in hindsight, I would totally have done things differently. Mm -hmm. um, so caring guilt and shame around for that and having had two failed marriages and you know uh, not doing things the way I should have um, it, it you you're drawn to other broken people and uh, man we're, we're to help each other through those seasons in life and and looking back at those times um Heck, you were you were probably putting into me just as much um, as I was with for you. There was there was a blessing in it for me as much as it was in it for you. And so, you know, God's timing is amazing. Yes. Um, I don't there is any coincidence. And so the fact that He ordained this reunion of sorts is just really kind of mind-blowing to me <laughs> and in our lives. And so I, th I think that's really cool. Yes, and, and there is absolutely no shame of our past. I was telling my husband the other day, if, you know, if I would not have been embraced by Carol back, back when, I wonder where my life would have led or if I would have not accepted the embrace, mm -hmm. you know, no, no, thank you. I don't want to come to your house because I was extremely um, shy and cut off. Mm -hmm. What if I wouldn't have accepted? Where would I have ended up? Because my depression almost landed me out of here. So mm -hmm. it, you, you just never know. And I tell my listeners, especially now, you just never know what your kindness a simple smile, a kind word, um, stopping by to say hi to somebody, picking up the phone, you never know what it means in their life right at that moment and how it can change the trajectory of the way they move forward. Absolutely. You just Absolutely. never know. Mm. Well, here, here open now. Um, to the Lord's promptings, um, you know, because honestly, Sonia, I've moved from, I think I shared this with you even today, um, that I had knowledge of who God was and I, and you know, what Christ did and I was seeking him, but not the way I have these last few years. And mm -hmm. so I try to keep my ear open to hear now the promptings that he gives me so that I don't miss opportunities. Um, and I have been uniquely placed in a position where I am able 
to be used as a vessel to help other women in broken situations. Uh, we have a program that we offer in church that I um, have been blessed to facilitate orientation, you know, for the new ladies coming in. And I can't tell you how many people, how many women and men for that matter, but, and my husband does the orientation for the men, but um, how many women come in who are lonely and mm. valleys that, I mean, I can't even have them having experienced. And all I can do is share my story of where I was then and where I am now and give them hope that, you know, hey, if you just trust him, he's real. And, you know, I get to do that every week now, Sonia. And I, I, you know, I, it's not about me at all. I'm just thankful that, you know, he saw fit to prepare me to do this work in this ministry at this season in my life. And so, you know, I, I, I would say to anybody, you know, if you trust and listen to the prompting, promptings, he can use you. People think they're ill-equipped and, you know, well, he wouldn't use me or I'm not, I don't have what it takes. Um, but what I've learned is those who have been called, he equips them. Mm. Um, it's, it's what he does through us if we're willing vessels. And then we can't take credit for any of the outcome. And so I can't take credit for what you're, I'm, I'm saying the glory goes to God because he saw fit to bring us together at a time when you needed him most. And he just used me as a vessel, even unbeknownst to me. So I can't, I don't even feel like I can take the credit for that. <laughs> God for what he does all the time in our lives and, you know, how he orchestrates things that we could never do on our own. So I just, I think that's really, really cool. And I'm, I'm thankful to hear the place you are in now versus then. And that, you know, I was able to play a small part um, in it, you know, so it's 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 just wonderful to hear where you are um, in life now and to see how far you've come, Sonia. It's, it's just a blessing to hear that. Amen. And I, I appreciate that so much because I, I promise you, I was telling uh, the person who was in the first segment of this, her name's Paula, even before I knew that was you, I was uh, praying with um, on the Bible app. I, I told her about you. And I just said, one day I'm going to see her again. And I'm just going to let her know how much she blessed my life. And I, uh, a week later, there you are. That's, there you are. And, you know, we have another mutual friend who you must have said something in a Facebook post or something um, to about she and I. And she also was in the choir and she shared that, that with me. It's probably been maybe two months or so ago. 
Wow. I think she was the one who told me that you live out of town now or whatever. And I was like, wow, that's, that's really amazing. She said, I just wanted you to see what Sonia said about you and I, because you, you, it was a, it was a joint statement about she and I. And I said, wow, I had no idea. I mean, and so, and it was a fleeting thought. And then, you know, time just passed. But then I thought that you, that's why I thought you knew who I was in this (laughs) app. So anyway, it's just really cool for how things all weave together. Is the initials LC? Yes. Yep. Did another person, I don't think that they realize um, never been to their house or anything like that, or spoke to them on the phone like you, but just mm-hmm. did things for me just out of the blue, not really knowing me, um, that I'll never forget. So I know, I don't remember the post, but I knew who it was when you said choir, because yep. there, there are only three people in that choir who didn't know me, but just just showered me with love in one way or another. Listen, and it's still- a huge choir, y'all. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm still in touch with her okay. all the all the time. Okay, okay. Well, I I um will have to to tell her that we had a chance to talk in person and how much that meant to me. Mm-hmm. To just just to hear just to hear you share a bit of your story, um, Sonia, just means it means so much. Um, just to hear, you know, where you've come from. And especially in this season, um, because that's that's the whole reason for this season anyway, is to just know that there is hope, y'all, out there for struggling. There you know what I mean? So amazing. So that is, that's it, everybody, right there. There is hope because uh, don't don't turn your back or close your eyes to the person who God might've sent to bring you out of your valley or to bring you a little joy or to share a little love because like Carol just said, I had no idea she was going through anything back then. She just mm-hmm. seemed to be the, you know, the, the perfect, perfect if you could picture perfect that's what she looked like to me and nobody's perfect I know that but she was so well put together inside and out and her heart was so genuine to me I would have never known she was going through her own thing you know Mm. but my depression was so deep that her being an intricate part of my life probably saved my life it probably absolutely saved my life, the love and time and and just comfort she brought to me. So I mm. love you so much and I appreciate that. And it might be, what, 12 years since, since right. then, right. but I haven't, I, I don't think a week has passed in these years. I haven't thought of you at least once. Well, glory to God. <laughs> Glad we've connected again. Uh, Amen. <laughs> me and so I hope that um I hope that we'll be able to share many more stories as time goes on so I wish you the best of success and luck and love and light and hope this 
holiday season uh, and going forward and a wonderful new year. You as well and the husband and the dogs. <laughs> but next time I'm in town, I'm definitely coming to see you. So that'll be Please that. Do. Please do. All right. Have a beautiful day and thank you for being a part of my podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for inviting me. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, listeners, um, I had to take a moment after that last um, conversation with Carol that was really touching to me because I, you know, you never know what somebody else is going, you never know what somebody else is going through. I had no idea she was going through her own storm while I was going through my storm, but she was there for me in the midst of her storm with a smile on her face and love in her heart and open arms and, you know, just, just really good to me. So be kind, <laughs> be kind. I did want to do one more segment with my husband and I did his just like the last two, but my husband being the man he is after I gave this great introduction about uh, what a difference he's made in my life the last Gosh, we've been together since 2014. So the last eight years, when I finished speaking for like six minutes straight, he just burst out laughing. And I was like, say something. And he was like, yeah, what do you want me to say? So I had to end that real quick. But I do want to end by saying um, what a great addition to my life he has been. I, I honestly never knew that I could be in love with anybody I, I was totally in love with my kids, in love with my kids. But outside of my kids, I knew I could love people, but I didn't think I could be in love with anybody. And I was actually willing to settle before I met my husband. I was going to settle for somebody who I knew absolutely loved me and would be good to me. And I, I had love for him too, but I, I wasn't in love. I've never been the person to cry when I ended a relationship or look back. I don't care how long it was. When I'm done, I'm done. And I never really thought about how I could be hurting somebody else. I always thought, well, that's a man. So, you know, how much is he going to hurt? He's just going to go fall into some, something else. So, um, but I have hurt people in the past. And uh, the last few years, I've actually reached back and apologized because I fully understand what it's like to really, really love somebody. And when Paula told me that he was going to be my husband and she didn't even know who this guy was, never told her I was dating, never told her anything, she was absolutely right. And um, I'm just a better person for it. There are other people who've made a huge difference in my life, a lady named Debbie Beecham made a huge difference in my life. Uh, and I'm talking outside of my immediate family. Um, and, and these differences, they just make you look at things so differently. I have a friend named Philanise, made a big difference in my life. A Janice made a huge difference in my life. It, it's just people come into your life, whether it's a season reason or whatever the other one is, what is it? It's a season, a reason, or a lifetime. Whatever it is, you take what they're bringing to you for what it's worth. 
And if it's worth a lot to you at that time and it helps you grow, you never forget them and you make sure to reach back like I did today and just thank them. All right. I want to tell you all, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa if you celebrate Kwanzaa. Um, whatever you celebrate, happy, whatever it is. And if you don't celebrate anything, you have a beautiful weekend. Um, today is my grandbaby's first birthday. My daughter's going to bring her over later. And we're throwing her party at our house on Saturday. And then I'm throwing a dinner on Sunday. So um, enjoy your holiday. And once again, if you just need a little kindness or something or you're in a space you could always reach out to me, Sonya, so N-Y-A dot McQueen, M-C-Q-U-E-E-N, the numbers 6-9 at Outlook.com. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend.